The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 140. Well, we, well, we, well, uh, uh, we took a little break earlier for the Wednesday episode, so you got a dose of the best of Sun King, uh, and a few uh, uh, Nelson news segments, uh, the cartoon versions of which you can see at my YouTube channel, and on uh, at uh, BitChute. <laughs> the other uh, video platform bit, because what? boy do we need some competition for YouTube why uh, that's too much of a monopoly going on what? with Google and whatnot oh please and of course guess what uh, political mindset gets censored the most that's what? right yeah yeah the right well well good riddance uh, so you can oh, go there uh, bitshoot is uh, b i t s h u t e and look for Mr Nelson. And you'll find no, uh, a lot of my videos trouble. there as well. And, of course, uh, the N- Nelson News Cartoons uh, premiere uh, first uh, live on the Rob Saul Show, Monday oh, nights on the Gonzo Podcast. So, it gets on my uh, you can see them live during the commercial bothered. breaks for the Rob Saul Show. Yeah, How about that? Anything. Isn't that great? Yeah. No, yes. And occasionally no. some of my cartoons, not the Nelson News ones, I don't think, but uh, some of my cartoons I do for uh, the Pat Dixon and his uh, crime report show on Compound yeah, That's Media. another one. I mean, so occasionally Pat he'll play some of those there, too. Really so uh, there you go. He's Lots of Nelson cartoons going on. Well, Hopefully tomorrow, which uh, by tomorrow I mean Sunday for you, uh, I, I'll be able to de- debut a new video segment I intend to do for my YouTube channel and so forth. Um, so forth. And it's called uh, Mr. Nelson's Sunday Comics, thing. where uh, oh, I right. read old public domain uh, comic books <laughs> to you oh, uh, in my uh, uh, own Nelson style. Oh, yeah, so you'll right. see them, you know, panel by panel and what have you. Probably going to be very offensive. the voices and stuff like that. So uh, check that out. Oh, I will. Hopefully, if all goes well, <laughs> that will be posted uh, this Sunday, if not, certainly the next one. Uh, all right, so uh, I wasn't the only one who took a break. Uh, nope. Lefty, you weren't here last uh, Saturday yeah, either because uh, you were busy with the March for Gun Control. Well, oh, it was the God. March for Our Lives because I think the important message that needs to be stated is my life is more important than your rights. No, uh, what's the point of living if you ain't got no rights, you dumb idiot? Well, how you gotta live if you're not alive? Oh, goddamn. <laughs> I'm sick of I'm this sick attitude, of and I'm sick of those, what? you know, snotty kids. Oh, my God, Fred. We're no. all a bunch uh, of child murders. Oh, my God, Fred. Oh, my God. No, that, you can't that, do that. That is well, not okay. Well, no, you well, can't do that. I did I it. suffered. A terrible tragedy. Oh, well. And yeah. So um, they got to be able to vent their rage and pain. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. well. Red, it doesn't do you any favors to huh? uh, call them any names. That's I understand right. the point. Uh, they're getting, uh, certainly, uh, the, uh, David Hogg as uh, one who uh, <coughs> is really riding a high of celebrity oh my God. over this thing. Don't and, go there. Uh, but, Don't uh, of you course, go there. Uh, 
calling him names doesn't really help your case. And uh, even though uh, David Hogg is quite the foul-mouthed guy and uh, has uh, been calling quite a few people child murderers, most notably, of course, Marco Rubio, but uh, anybody who's a member of the NRA is a child murderer and just millions of uh, innocent people, uh, gun owners and what have you, are child murderers. And uh, constantly dropping F-bombs and all that sort of thing right right there on television. Uh, and different news uh, programs, like CNN and MSNBC. Trish. And while they just Very sit there, good. oh, you're wonderful. You're great. Real you're news. Just incredible. Fake the future. news. The future. Get ready for the revolution. Oh, exactly. Thank you. Uh, God, with no reporting whatsoever. What? Um, that and, is reporting. Uh, he's no really the worst of the bunch. I mean, uh, yep. the, the two guys, I forget sure the other is. guy's name. Uh, I don't remember his name of, uh, neither, uh, but he's terrible. Debate with oh, jeez. The, the counter student, uh, Kyle... Oh, Cash that little stuff. I forget. Oh, <laughs> but he's the one. He hey, wait a minute. Now, this isn't exactly right, uh, what he's saying. Well, he's, he's wrong. Uh, no, he's right. Oh, right. privileged and so white kid. So God damn it. Uh, this is but, outrageous. I mean, I am sick yeah, and tired of you and Red and all the rest of you Fox News watching right wing creeps supporting your God and your guns at the cost of children's lives. And, and, and here you are going to mock some children who are just upset about what happened. And there you are judging them and everything like that. It's just absolutely awful. You're no better than Laura Ingram. Good woman. Mocked David Hug, who had reported that he's yeah, being well. rejected from certain universities, probably because of his beautiful crusade <laughs> being punished UCLA is a big supporter of the NRA you know the NRA is very powerful really huh. and they're blocking it but nevertheless he powers on and yeah. Laura decided to tweet a little snickering tweet about it well oh, David Hogg managed to rally his supporters and oh, contact him the uh, sponsors and they have dropped her what? and she had to apologize oh god yeah, they, they, no what this ain't America no more. Yes, it is. It ain't America no more. Well, uh, yeah, uh, Laura probably, yeah, shouldn't have done it. I mean, yeah, she's, uh, she was making what? fun of the fact that what? he was getting rejected by these schools. Uh, he was complaining about it and it's insinuated that it had to do with his politics. Or probably did. I, I don't know how you're going to make the case of uh, the, uh, the, these universities that are obviously left-leaning what? rejected him on the basis of his anti-gun stance. Not only rejected him on his scholastic aptitude. Well, but, but uh, still, team. Laura, uh, you Please shouldn't have uh, gone through with that. And, and she did apologize. Of course, David Hogg right. refuses to enough. accept the apology because good he really him. doesn't give a damn about what she said in the tweet. What? Uh, he wants to use the moment uh, oh, I'm so again, sick of riding this. high on the power. You should be ashamed uh, of yourself. That, uh, pathetic coward. You should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, news media and uh, the Democratic Party, who hide behind these cards, right. uh, are using. Well, once that time, his 15 minutes runs out, uh, he'll what? be forgotten. Uh, like Cindy Sheehan before him. Who? So uh, the dishonesty exactly. here, of course, is oh my goodness! Look what Laura did. Uh, exactly. You should boycott her right. uh, advertisers. Yes. So the advertisers, I forget which ones, dropped. They're That's advertising right. from Laura's show. Laura apologized. So he doesn't what? accept the apology. Good for he him. He wants the show done away with. Of hey, course, he would too. want the entirety the of Fox network. News done away with. Yes. Because uh, he doesn't have an argument. So you need to censor 
the counter argument, oh, not let God. it speak that's at all. The only reason you do that no. again is because you don't have an argument, and oh, he doesn't. God. He offers no solutions whatsoever. Pie in the sky nonsense about guns ceasing to exist. Oh, cries no. for laws constantly, constantly that we already have, uh, and were not followed nor obeyed here. Uh, he in the up. worst of it's David Hogg is not just the, the terrible accusations he flings around and everyone gives him a pass because he, well he he's eighteen and uh, he he, you know and he was at, on the campus when this terrible thing happened. That's right. Uh, he was. Does not give him license to constantly push lies and it doesn't give oh anyone else license to sit there quietly as How CNN dare. does while How he dare. spreads this garbage oh and they just God. nod. And, mm, that's mm, oh, that's uh, so wrong. Mm. And no, at this you point. Don't. No, you don't. Uh, he can't ride this forever, and you have to counter this, and you can't let defamation and damage like that continue, uh, uh, and calling people child murderers like that. Well, uh, none of that of what uh, uh, the massacre uh, gives him license to do any of that. Plus, again, no solutions whatsoever, and plus, worse yet, as I was getting to, sorry, (laughs) he gave cover to the authorities that did not do their jobs. Oh, no. Did nothing in the face of this massacre. Well, we have the evidence, the video evidence, the deputy who did not do anything, did not challenge this gunman. You have the other deputies that arrived, sat there, and did nothing. Uh, this went on and on and on. Uh, the FBI had the warnings, they did nothing. So, uh, gee, David, which laws were they, are, are, are they going to obey that you get passed? Uh, because if the authorities don't do it, which is the scenario that you are supporting, whether you have the logic to understand that or not, is that you don't need the guns because the police will be there to save you. Well, they didn't, did they? You know, uh, at the march that you guys were at there, Lefty, uh, you know, Emma uh, Gonzalez, who just by default compared to David Hogg seems to be a lot wiser than he is. uh, She did her demonstration where she did a moment of silence for the six or so minutes uh, that it took for uh, the shooter to kill these uh, uh, students and teachers. Yes. Uh, Well, uh, it's also interesting to note that that is the exact response that the authorities had to it as well. Stand there. And do nothing. Oh, uh, well. The fact that, that a lot of the left here, because they want to just repackage their gun control methods, and of course, at least a few uh, have the uh, the spine to admit that they want confiscation and they want Second Amendment done away with, uh, or we will use these kids to hide behind, and also this story, and in this doing so, cover up the bureaucratic and uh, government uh, incompetence here. Uh, that did not protect children. That is horrible. You don't do that. But they did it. You know, uh, this is all just wonderful with your uh, attempts at profundity and your uh, overall attempt to distract from the horrible thing that happened this week because we shouldn't live in America where broadcast institutions are able to use their bleached blonde bimbo hosts of Fox News shows to bully children, especially children who were victims of a horrible, horrible crime. And so I will not rest until Laura Ingram and Fox News are done. Done. So we got to get rid of MSNBC, too. Oh, hell yeah. What? What's that supposed to mean? Well, Lefty, uh, MSNBC contributor Kurt Eichenwald of... Who? 
cartoon uh, tentacle porn fame. Uh, oh, God. And also, uh, a defender of the boycott against Laura Ingram got into a little Twitter battle of his own with uh, Ben Shapiro of oh, the uh, Daily Wire. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, my favorite. Of course. Uh, so oh. Ben wrote that the Laura Ingram boycott has nothing to do with decency and has everything to do with politics. <laughs> well, Kurt Eichenwald decided to weigh in. He said, there is not a First Amendment right to advertising. That's and true, she, yeah. Uh, as usual, Ingram used her platform to denigrate, but that's free speech. The kids yeah. use their free speech to respond. Exactly. The advertisers left. Yes. Behavior has consequences. Yes. The party of personal responsibility needs to stop whining. Boom! Yeah. Boom! Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, he then proceeded to attack Parkland survivor Kyle Kashub. Al Kashub is the name of the guy who uh, is like the uh, the opposite of uh, David Hogg. Uh, well, so I can all said to Kyle, Kyle, you continue to disappoint. Trafficking in fantasies, fine. Your followers are infantile. Your only form of debate is insult, well, and you wonder why I have no respect for you. Well, there you go, see? Oh, boy. Well, uh. Yeah, well, you know, the kid's being a little snot. Oh, God, Evan! <laughs> He should be boycotted. MSNBC fire him. And MSNBC should be done away with right now. Fair (laughs) is fair. Oh, my God. Well, of course, Kyle Kashuv responded. MSNBC and uh, Kurt Eichenwald feels it's okay to attack Parkland survivors. Uh. As we know, that calls for a boycott. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Fair is fair. It's not the same. Uh, when yeah. called on it, I apologized. Well, uh, and here well, we go. go. He apologized. Uh, with, uh, well, so did with Laura. Here. There's yeah. always some <laughs> convoluted, bizarre excuse with Eichenwald. What? Uh, when f- called on, to, on the carpet, he says, I owe an apology to Kyle Cashew. See? I have no idea how many times I have commented to him. Well. There is a high school kid who has a podcast who keeps challenging me to debates with insults. Oh, I mixed up their names. Please ignore every tweet I've sent. They were written for someone else. Uh, well, See, there you uh, go. Uh, mis- who is this podcast? Oh, is, is, is the guy has the same name? I mean, what? It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, it does. He says, for those calling me a liar, go down my feed. You will find this back and forth after I said I wanted to debate a conservative who complained no one would debate him, provided it was not just invective and straw men. Hundreds of people came on saying I should debate. There you go. Uh, this kid whose name I don't remember. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Well. Uh, apparently, yeah. he has a large fan base. The kid's entire feed was Libtard and other name calling. See? Uh, yet you don't know his name. Uh, and when he came on board, well. he started name calling. I told him this was not debate and that he was showing himself to be uh, in, uh, mature enough, not to be mature enough uh, to meet the challenge of no invective. Well, there you go. But now he's saying the kid's infected? God oh, damn, what God. an asshole. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, Red, that's... Uh, so uh, he challenged uh, Ben Shapiro to a debate, says he had already invited him to, and seems to suggest that Ben's hiding. Uh, uh, but anyway, like he had offered his apology, but uh, Ben Shapiro responded to that. Uh, but, Kurt Eichenwald, your apologies mean nothing, as we recently learned from David Hogg. 
uh, because David Hogg refuses to accept the apology. So uh, Kurt uh, apologizing won't do any good. Uh, he has to be booted off MSNBC should they lose right. uh, advertisers. Yeah. I suppose. Booted. Uh, so, but Kyle uh, Kashuv, unlike uh, uh, David Hogg, responded, said, on a more serious note, Kurt, if you made a mistake and you're truly sorry, apology accepted. Well, we should all be more forgiving, including you and others of Laura Ingram. Yeah. When will you and MSNBC do the same for Laura? Yeah, very simple. Uh, uh, kind of uh, shameful that uh, <laughs> this teenager <laughs> had to point out uh, basic uh, really? fairness and decorum. Oh, no. Well, it, look, maybe. Look, there's it, no maybe about it. That right. Look, Kurt. Apologize. So, yeah, see, it's, it's so did Laura. And right. still calling for her to lose her show and all that sort of thing. She should. Uh, and uh, David Hogg refuses to accept the apology. So uh, good for him. Why is he the morally superior one? Oh my he God, said you have far to ask worse that. And, and about people and defaming them and what have you well, than anything Laura said. Uh, and yet, uh, well, uh, you can't even question him if you even question him. Uh, you're doing committing some horrible slight. Uh, so uh, basically, what we have here is uh, uh, Laura Ingram and Fox News are terrible yes. and need to be stricken from stricken from the broadcast airwaves. That's right. Uh, yes. Even though she apologized, so uh, Kurt Eichenwald and MSNBC are fine. And yes. uh, there you go. That's that. Well, Don't you dare question it because if you do. Well, you hate children and want them to die. Oh, good Lord. Oh, I'm so sick of your melodrama crap. Listen, all right, maybe David Hogg shouldn't have been dropping F-bombs and, you know, being uh, 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 overboard with uh, his criticisms of, of, of the GOP and what have you, but that, that poor kid suffered something so terrible. Lori didn't. All she did what? was lose advertisers. Yeah, so but that's that. What? You don't. Criticize Parkland survivors. Man, that Kurt Eyewall, yeah, whatever his yeah, name I, is, dude. He uh, didn't suffer no tragedies or nothing. He wasn't a yeah, student but, at that school. Yeah, you give him a play. Because Kurt Eichenwald is on the right side of history. What? And he's trying to save lives. What? While you are trying to save guns. Oh, End God. of story. No. Boom. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God damn. Meanwhile, you had the uh, shooter at the Maryland High School what? who was gunned down by an officer who had the spine to do his job. That right. Uh, and oh, saved God, uh, kids from having no. a potential similar massacre as what happened you in Florida. And everyone just, just forgets about it, of course. Well, they probably and, uh, should. Gee, how did he stop this shooter? Yes, he did it with a gun. Oh, Sorry, that's, that's the uh, world we live in. No, we uh, kind of fantasize that we've no. escaped the savagery of humankind oh, that happens. You are the savage. Uh, but it is there, a, and it will happen the again. The savage is offensive. Uh, and all you can do Shouldn't is defend it. yourself from it. it. If you take the means away, then you can't. You know, I'm getting sick and tired of this absurd fantasy scenario. Of the good guy with the gun oh. who stops the bad guy with the gun and saves the world like he's some kind of superhero. Oh. It's ridiculous. Uh, you're Meanwhile, ridiculous. in Tennessee, homeowner Brent Bishop was prepared on the terrifying night two men broke into his home, stole his belongings, and attacked his wife. Bishop, what? 43, thwarted the attack with the use of his firearm. What? 
rendering one of the intruders, a convicted felon, dead. Oh my God. According to WSTV, two strange men broke into Bishop's home on Wednesday night through a back door and struck the man's wife. Finding the back uh. door open, Mr. Bishop walked into the kitchen and was struck by a blunt object in the head, Good causing Lord. a fracture to his skull. Oh, no. The armed intruders then forced Bishop to unlock his gun safe. They uh, stole three see? long guns and a pistol and left the property. Or so he had him there Looking for his place. wife, who had fled to a neighbor's uh, house, Bishop... With his pistol in hand, met his intruders again face to face. According to Metro Police, the homeowner fatally shot intruder Terry Adams Jr., a 27-year-old convicted felon. Adams was pronounced dead later that night. The second robber dropped the guns and fled. He remains on the run. Mr. Bishop is being treated for his wounds, which are unspecified at this time at a nearby hospital. Adams was also named a suspect in a robbery in that very home on February 6th. Note police. A TV was stolen during the reported robbery. The now-deceased criminal had quite a rap sheet. Adams has been convicted of attempted burglary in Nashville and has several uh, convictions ranging from car theft to felony theft to aggravated assault in Cheatham County. Uh, He also pled guilty last month to two misdemeanors stemming from a uh, felony meth possession for resale and gun charges. Well, Well, there you go. A good guy with a gun killed the bad guy with the gun. So, there you go. It does happen lefty uh no. in your world uh the two homeowners would just be beaten they were beaten. used and possibly dead no so, you don't um, know that there's that but you just you don't know any of it i do and that's all she wrote you're listening to the mr nelson show here on radiomisfits.com Steve, buddy, what's the problem? You don't look so good. Well, it's... Um... You know... Oh. Studies show that 6 out of 10 men suffer from... You know. So if you're suffering from... You know. Talk to your doctor today. About... You know. This has been a public service announcement from the National Association of... You know... Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to TweakedAudio.com and use discount code MrNelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's MrNelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Hooey! Where could I get a shirt like that? <laughs> oh, you need only look at the Mr. Nelson stores and shops. Stores and shops? You mean there's more than one? That's right. You see, you can go to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com where there's all sorts of hats and shirts and sweaters and other good things like that with all kinds of Nelson art. And of course, the Mr. Nelson show logo. Or you can head over to Society6 for the other Mr. Nelson store where there again, more articles and apparel and other nice little things with Nelson art all over them. And last but not least, 
place you can head to the Teespring store, the Mr. Nelson shop, where, yes, you guessed it, more Nelson shirts and mugs and stickers and other great cool things of Nelson art. All there for you. So, of course, the choice is yours. The stores are many. So look up Mr. Nelson stores at Mr. Nelson shop at Society6Zazzle.com and Teespring.com. Oh, man, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, well, don't. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And now, it's time for The Good Doctor. Previously on The Good Doctor, Jane Good gave in to her secret sapphic desires for Christmas Carol. But then, her husband, Dr. Phil Good, walked in on the lusty lesbian display, shocked and hurt. Dr. Good rushes through mixed feelings of heartbreak and arousal. Phil! It's not what it looks like! Damn it, Jane! Don't insult me with that tired old line! Look, playing around, I mean, hey, it happens, but you... You betrayed me for a, a... a woman! A woman! Phil, wait! It, it can't end like this! Oh no. Oh god, what have I done? What you wanted to do, sweet cheeks. And you're gonna do it again. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, that's the Phil stuff. leaves the home, but then hurries back to the bedroom window and takes one last look. But his fears are only confirmed. So he leaves, some 20 minutes later. Wandering the streets, depressed and lonely, he eventually finds himself at some strange bar. Hey man, I just caught my wife in bed with another woman. So, I want to get drunk. Sure, no problem, but you know, maybe you should pay her back in kind. Well, uh... What do you mean, exactly? Well, I, uh, get off in about 30 minutes. We could, uh, go to my place. Uh, uh, meanwhile, across town, at the law office of one attorney, Salmon Spawn, where the last will and testament of Victor Hangenbottom, founder and president and CEO of Hangenbottom Toilet Paper, is to be read to his heirs in attendance are Victor's widow, former porn star Misty Hole, Victor's daughter, Celery Hanging Bottom, and her fiance, Horace Flop the Third. Also, his faithful gardener, Heat Pile. And so I leave the sum of ten million dollars to my daughter Celery, provided she marries within two years to a man other than Horace Flop the Third. <laughs> What the hell? That's not the will I fate. And the rest of my estimated two billion dollar estate, including majority stock of Hanging Bottom Toilet Paper Inc., goes to my ever-loyal gardener and pool man, Heap Pyle. Congratulations, Mr. Pyle. Uh, thanks, Mr. Spawn. What? 
Meanwhile, later, back at Creepington Clinic, receptionist Salad Green finds herself the target of a very drunken and lecherous Dr. Dick Boner. <laughs> you can't walk that fine ass around and not no, expect a man Dr. to Boner, pass, Miss Green. Besides, oh, oh, I thought they fixed you. <laughs> you heard the lady dick? Huh? Oh, oh, oh. oh my god. Sorry about that, Miss Green. Say, why don't you take the rest of the day off? Um, okay, Mrs. Spawn. What did Dr. Boner mean by fixed? Later the next day, in the early hours, we find Dr. Feelgood, an unshaven, naked mess, clutching his pillow, weeping to himself in a fetal position. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> oh, God! Um, yeah, you know, I can't help but be insulted by your reaction. So, uh, yeah, I'm out of here. I gotta go to work. Don't be here when I get back. So, the naked male bartender gets dressed and leaves with a emotionally crippled Dr. Feelgood in his bed. Uh, boy, well, worse things can happen. Uh, uh, speaking of which... Across town, in some undisclosed parking lot, uh, we find his Dr. Good's female rival, one Christmas Carol, having a clandestine meeting with Gentlemental in Gentle's car. I, I feel guilty about what we've done to, to Jane Good, you know? Sure, I was hot for her bud, but, but, but this was all without her knowledge. It's, I feel like I'm, I'm like a rapist. Plus, I... I really do like her, so I can't keep lying to her. <sighs> it's okay, Chrissy. I understand. What? Really? Sure. Your services will no longer be required, Miss Carol. What? No, don't! Ah! Then just like that, Christmas Carol is dead. Boy, I tell you, you know, uh, there's a lot of questions about this horrible series. And when any of them are sort of uh, answered, more or less, uh, more questions seem to sprout up. But uh, there's more episodes coming, so perhaps those questions will be answered. But then again, <laughs> maybe we're better off not knowing what the hell's going on with The Good Doctor. The Good Doctor is a Nelson production, written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Incidental music is provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Oh, Sammy Sue, what is this? Oh, Betty, I don't know, I don't know. Wait, I know, it's Wonder Rose. <laughs> That's right, girls. Whenever you hear that delightful sound... You know that it's the Wonderall's man with his super deluxe form-fitting vibrating crotch pantyhose designed to make you feel good. The Surgeon General has determined that Wonderall's pantyhose can lead to severe swamp ass, causing rashes, hives, oozing boils, and may develop into foul, odorous button crotch rot. Men should never wear Wonderall's as spontaneous castration may result. So don't be a pro. Hey man, you know what's in outer space? 
<laughs> well, it's another spaghetti sci-fi riffed by yours truly. Oh, man, don't leave me hanging. Fill me in on the details. Well, this time it's Mr. Nelson riffs War of the Robots. Oh, boy. Yes, in War of the Robots, a scientist from Earth is kidnapped by a bunch of robots that all look like the late Rolling Stone Brian Jones. Huh, yes. The crew of the starship Trissy. What? <laughs> yes, they call it the starship Trissy. Uh, they pursue the robots to rescue the scientist and his beautiful assistant. They run around a lot, and once in a while they shoot ray guns and then watch TV. Yes, this spaghetti sci-fi romp was made by the same guys who made Cosmos War of the Planets. Oh, wow! Yes, so once again, someone on the set forgot to turn on the lights during filming. Oh, <laughs> but wait, there's more. Also in this package deal, you get Chapter 4 of Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe. Yes, Flash saves the Earth by taking a powder on a mountain. Meanwhile, Ming the Merciless makes Dale watch as Dr. Zarkov is forced to wear a dress. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. It also contains some music from Kevin MacLeod. Oh, wow! Where can I get this? Oh, you just have to head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. And this little gem can be yours, simply for a buck seventy-five. Oh, wow! Cheap! Yes. Yes, it is. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. So it's Easter uh, again, and uh, this uh, is celebrated by Christians for uh, commemorating the uh, resurrection, or well, uh, yeah, the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Uh, on Good Friday, uh, celebrates, I suppose, maybe celebrates not the best way to go about it, uh, the the execution of Jesus, which I never understood why it was called Good Friday. The only idea, I guess, is because this was the entire mission for Jesus, uh, in order to, uh, bear the, uh, burden of suffering in order to save, uh, uh, mankind from his sins. Uh, so that would be the good part. Um, uh, and then of course, uh, actual Easter is the resurrection, even though, uh, the timing is not quite right. It's not a full three days. <laughs> I never, <laughs> why no one ever got that right. Uh, but then that would put it, uh, what on April fool's day this time. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, uh, Jesus, uh, was, uh, crucified and, uh, crucifixion, uh, the nature of it uh, is quite grisly in a way for the Romans to, uh, keep, uh, the people they ruled in line. Uh, they did it quite a bit. The only, the other, uh, famous, uh, crucifixion would be uh, Spartacus, although it's, we're, it's not quite certain whether Spartacus himself was ever actually, uh, crucified. There were different stories because they, you know, everybody, the famous, I am Spartacus, you know, they all claim to be him and, uh, that he might've, uh, died later, uh, at, you know, escaping out of the uh, territory. But, uh, now I have to look into that. I can't quite remember how it went. 
uh, in the actual accounts. Uh, this is depicted in the TV series. It was not depicted in the movie with Kirk Douglas, where uh, they went ahead and said, yeah, he, got, he was uh, crucified. Uh, with Jesus' crucifixion, uh, it wasn't just the crucifixion. He was tortured uh, quite uh, brutally uh, before he was crucified. Uh, this was where Pontius Pilate was trying to uh, teach him a lesson and get him to break. Uh, he would have been fine with just that and would have let him go. Uh, but he may have just died from the torture alone. Uh, the Passion of the Christ uh, depicts it pretty much in all gratuitous detail, and that is very accurate uh, the way it depicts it. And if you got a problem with Mel Gibson, then I guess you're not going to watch it, but it uh, it's uh, pretty telling uh, of what the, that actually is. In Crucifixion, of course, uh, it's not just being nailed to a cross. It's the uh, idea of your arms being stretched out like that, and over time, it's hard to breathe like that. So you have to kind of push up, but your feet are nailed. So it's very painful to push and put weight on that wo your wounded feet like that. But you will do it when you're in that state because you need the air. Um, in Jesus's case, he died uh, while crucified, whereas the two thieves that were on either side of him, uh, you know, traditionally, that's how it's depicted. Uh, they... Uh, they didn't die, so the Romans broke their legs. With their legs broken, they, of course, can't push up anymore to uh, breathe, so they, too, died. Now, it's a horrific scene, of course, uh, because it's meant to be. Uh, and uh, Jesus is there to bear the suffering and brought for uh, the sins of man and so on. And uh, But even there, uh, there's this beautiful scene that is uh, quite haunting and beautiful, and of course, is as always, is teaching some lesson where you had the two thieves and one of them said, you know, well, you, you, you're Jesus, you're supposed to be the son of God, why don't you save yourself and us <laughs> while you're at it? And the other thief, uh, you know, called him out on it and, you know, and, and actually said, you know, uh, we're getting what we deserve because we're criminals, uh, but this man hasn't done anything wrong. And then he says to him that, uh, Jesus, uh, when you enter your kingdom, remember me. He doesn't ask to be saved by Jesus. He doesn't ask anything for him. He just, just remember me. Uh, and also he's acknowledging that he believes Jesus's accounts of who he is. So Jesus, you know, turns to him and tells him, today you'll be with me in paradise. Now, it's quite the extraordinary thing. It's also the elements of, uh, you know, uh, there's redemption for everyone. Uh, all you have to do is accept it and that sort of thing. But it's also in this, this lowest moment for Jesus. And here's this guy. Uh, finally, somebody believes him uh, as is nearing the end. Uh, and, and there you go between the two guys, a guy who's just kind of mocking him really. Uh, and this guy who gets it, even though he was, you know, just this, you know, criminal. Uh, and so, uh, it, it's a powerful scene uh, there. Uh, even if you just see it as fantasy, I don't, I do believe this, but, uh, you can't uh, discount the power of of the scene. And so that's uh, pretty powerful there. Uh, as for the resurrection itself, it's always a kind of odd uh, and it's, it gets very surreal. Uh, most people just said, you know, well, he rose from the dead and all that. Well, uh, when his disciples encounter him and his other followers, you know, Mary Magdalene, what have you, uh, they don't recognize who he is. And it's kind of odd. And I've never quite understood. Uh, people say, well, it's, it's all metaphors and whatnot. And so they don't recognize him until he calls their name or something along those lines. And then they recognize him. And I, 
you know what? It's a metaphor for you don't know him until he calls you. I, I don't know. It's just a very surreal thing. And it always comes to down to, well, if it's all just a metaphor, he didn't really come back from the dead. And they're just trying to teach some lesson there or something like that. What's the lesson? It's not, it's not clear at all. And it gets surreal because, well, wouldn't it be <laughs> how many people come back from the dead? Uh, nobody. So uh, what would that be like? You have no idea. So it's a curious uh, oddity there. Of course, I'm a believer, so I'm saying it happened. And uh, so, of course, it's weird because it is weird. <laughs> uh, but other than that, uh, yeah, interesting little little tidbits there from the overall story. Easter in and of itself is actually based on a pagan <laughs> festival of seasons. Uh, I I can't remember exactly why the rabbit and eggs and all that sort of thing, but that's very similar to like Christmas, uh, Santa Claus and the trees and whatnot. That's got nothing to do with uh, biblical accounts. And in fact, there really is no Christian holidays called for uh, in, in the New Testament. Uh, the only thing that's done is like the, the Last Suppers, you know, the Communion or the Eucharist and what have you want to call it, depending on what denomination you're in, Catholic or uh, Protestant. And that's about it, which is not so much a holiday, it's an, a ritual. Uh, uh, well, the Catholics believe it has a spiritual significance. Uh, Protestants, of course, say, well, it's done, you know, out of a sense of honor for Jesus or, or the, 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 as he said, do it in remembrance of me. Um, and so that's about it. Uh, there's really no holiday. The holidays in Christianity are just uh, old pagan holidays redone. You know, the, the spring holidays for Easter and then the, uh, uh, even Christmas was a pagan holiday for winter, uh, the Saturnalia, I believe it was called, and that sort of thing. But it, they were very popular. And when they were Christianizing everything, they just sort of adapted it. <laughs> And this is really no different. And so it doesn't mean that it's really horrible to continue doing it. Uh, there's a lot of things you can do uh, that's sort of like showing a sign of respect to God or something along those lines. It's not really commanded you do it, uh, but it's nice to it's a nice gesture, if you will. And where uh, and if you don't do it, it's no big deal. Um, so there you go. Uh, but, uh, of course, getting lost in the commercialism, of course, you can see the problems there and not paying attention to lessons and morality and what have you, uh, would, which would be for someone's spiritual strength and uh, faith and what have you. But, uh, you know, uh, toys and baskets or toys on Christmas and, uh, you know, bunnies and chocolate bunnies and what have you. Yeah, that's not really what it's about. Uh, if you obsess over it, it's a problem. If you're just enjoying a chocolate bunny, yeah, fine. <laughs> so that's what you got. And of course, it's exploited by our economy <laughs> because that uh, creates jobs and gives a paycheck for people uh, uh, for their labors. So uh, it's it's something you navigate uh, in order not to do anything untoward. Well, there you go. Happy Easter for those where it matters. A happy Passover to uh, my Jewish friends. And uh, we'll see you Wednesday. Uh, when I can't do an April Fool's show. It's too bad April Fool's does When it falls on a Wednesday, I'll have to think of something. <laughs> uh, so uh, have fun and a happy birthday to Joe Conti, who was born, yes, that's true, on April 1st. <laughs> and of course, what other day would there be? <laughs> Ah, uh, for Joe Conti. Uh, in other news, of course, I've talked about Bob Levy's recovery. 
and uh, that seems to be going well. Uh, his benefit show was moved to the 17th, uh, so check that out. It's a fantastic lineup. Uh, it'll be at the Stress Factory with uh, Colin Quinn, Artie Lang, Jim Norton, and Jim Florentine, Rich Voss, and, of course, Vinnie Brand. And Bob himself, if he feels up to it and can do it, uh, standing for a long time is hard for him. But uh, if he can manage that, uh, you'll probably see a few jokes from Bob, too. So if you can make it there and you're in the area, please do check that out. And also, one of the other hosts of the former Bob Levy show was, of course, John Kensel. And we all loved John's dad. Uh, and he, his voice, uh, was used in a recording to introduce the Bob Levy show because we just loved it. And, uh, but sadly, uh, he passed away. And, uh, once again, my condolences to John Kinsel. And, uh, and really, I know what you're going through. I went through it myself. It's tough. You never really get over it, but you learn to live life anew. Uh, you know, your life is different now without him. But uh, you'll always have the the memories, and uh, uh, I'm sorry I never got to meet him, but I did enjoy uh, uh, the stories and his attitude, <laughs> and uh, he he brought a smile to my face, and uh, that's always a a good and cherished uh, thing to have in life. So uh, rest in peace, uh, Mr. Kinsel Senior, and uh, again my condolences to John Kinsel. Uh, that's always a tough thing to go through. All right. Uh, again, happy Easter, happy Passover, and we'll see you again uh, on Wednesday. Good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. Remember me when you come into your kingdom.